Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to Surviving My Podcast. A survivor podcast about living with dissociation, anxiety, and PTSD, in support of all who have survived the trauma of abuse. Join me as we heal together, raise awareness, and inspire everyone to survive, thrive, and conquer their past. Everybody, how you doing? Welcome back to Surviving My Podcast. My name is Matt, your humble host right here for the show, and I'm super glad to have you with me here again. If you're a first-time listener, an extra special welcome to you. I'm glad you found the show, and I hope that you'll find them encouraging and validating. And if you're a returning guest, thanks so much. You guys are amazing. You rock. I appreciate your support. I'm glad you're here listening for every show, leaving me comments and encouragement. You guys help keep me going, and I appreciate it so very much. So before I get started here for this topic, I thought I'd catch you up to date on a few things that are going on here in the world of surviving my past and in the world of me. So in case you haven't um, been aware, I've been doing a weekly Sunday morning interactive reading over on my Periscope channel. If you just search for surviving my past on Periscope, you'll find me over there. Um, And I do those every Sunday morning, 1030 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for about 40 minutes or so, give or take. And we're reading through currently a book called You One Anxiety Zero by my friend, psychotherapist, and amazing anxiety warrior, Jody Amen. These videos have been just so well received. And for all those that have listened and interactive and keep showing up every week, thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's encouraging. And we're all really just doing so much healing together, so much sharing, so much validating, so much support for one another. It's, it's an amazing experience and I'm looking forward to it every Sunday. So if you haven't checked it out, definitely consider joining me live. You can join me on the Periscope app, or you can join me um, online. Just go to periscope.tv, and then you can search for my name. Now, the easiest way is on the app, though, on your smartphone. The app is free, and you can just search for Surviving My Past, and you can join me. So, um, again, if you haven't done that yet, I would encourage you to do it and spread the word and come heal with us and beat anxiety. Uh, Some other things going on. Of course, still doing a lot of writing, which is just the main focus of Surviving My Past. That's why I started the blog. That's my bread and butter. That's what really helps me heal the most. And I think it's the best way for me to be able to share my experiences and also for you guys to be able to share your experiences too. And by that, I mean, of course, being a guest blogger. And uh, if you do want to share your story, you're welcome anytime. Just contact me, Matt, at survivingmypast.net or just go over to the blog and you'll see the contact uh, pages and you can just fill out the short form there and I'll be in contact with you ASAP and we'll get you sharing your story here on the blog. Those are the two main things, of course, that are going on here. Those are the the main focus points of surviving my past and other than, of course, these podcasts, which I do enjoy so much and something that has really just taken off here of late. And uh, your support, as I said in the beginning, is just second to none. And uh, the fact that you guys listen and share and just validate um, me as I do these and for everybody who listens, it's just amazing. Um, I couldn't do without you. You guys are the reason I do this. I share my story, share my thoughts, my insights, um, you know, have guest podcasters on here, such as therapists and coaches and other survivors too. And if you want to be a guest here on a podcast, of course, you can just use the same form over on the blog. Just contact me anytime and we'll get you here on the show. 
But that's the basics of it, I think. So I just wanted to catch you guys up. Oh, yeah, one more thing. I'm in the process of working towards being um, being a life coach, which is something I've been talking about for the better part of a year now. And I've been doing some research, looking for the best school, talking to a lot of people, and just figuring out the best way to go about this. And I think I finally narrowed it down to a couple of... Uh, um, ways to go about this. So I'll keep you guys in touch, but there'll be a time in the not so distant future when I'll be, um, you know, having my certification as a, as a trauma recovery coach, as a life coach and some other coaching certifications that will, that will enable me to work with you one-on-one and in group settings, um, to work through trauma, to work through any type of things that hold you back in your general daily life and career and family and all kinds of stuff. So it's going to be a great experience. And I'm looking forward to this career change and expanding the ways that I can interact with you all and we can all continue to uh, to work together. But without further delay, let's jump right into the topic this week, um, which was originally going to be a guest podcaster again, but due to um, some illness going around here, we had to postpone that for a week. So I thought I'd jump back on here solo again and share what's on my heart with you. And that is the topic of burnout and trauma recovery. And what do I mean by that exactly? Well, if you think about it, it's easy to get burnt out on things that we're passionate about, things that we do all the time, uh, whether it's work, hobbies, just about anything in life. If we dedicate a lot of time to it, a lot of effort, a lot of resources, a lot of money, whatever the case may be, and we're going full bore 100%, 100 miles an hour, we risk getting burnt out. And essentially, that is, of course, just overloading our minds, uh, running on empty without refueling ourselves and resting. When that happens, oftentimes we can end up just shutting down. We can sometimes lose interest in what we're doing. We start to question why we're doing it. And it can also be a stress on our family and our friends and our support system as well, be it um, a support system locally. Or, of course, it can be a, a virtual like online support system, which so many of us use and rely on. And, um, you know, I mean, I've run into burnout before I used to run an NFL team fan site and I did this for a lot of years, many, many years. You know, I ran a blog, I ran forums, I wrote almost every day, uh, during game days on Sundays, I had two laptops in front of me, a notepad, I had the TV on and I had, you know, I, I was running a chat room for fans. So I was doing all these things and it got to the point where I couldn't even watch the game. I was missing out on time with my family. It was consuming my life. And not only did I get burnt out, but it also, you know, as I said, put a real strain on my relationship that I was in at the time, the marriage that I was in and with my family. And I bring that up just to kind of let you know, to give you a real life example of how I've experienced burnout in my own personal life. I'm generally all for downtime, getting out and relaxing, having fun and doing things that are good self-care, things that we enjoy, things that make us feel good. But sometimes when we're working on something, we're passionate about something, we go all in to the point where we are all in all the time that we never take time to refuel, to rest, to smell the roses, to see the world and the beauty for what it is and just take in the simple things of life, which could be anything. Anything that you enjoy doing um, that just allows you to relax and to just free your mind of any stress, of any anxiety, to forget about the problems of the day, to forget about the problems at work, maybe problems at home, anything that you do that just allows your mind to just pretty much go on cruise control and just chill out and pretty much think of nothing. And now how does that relate to recovery in a survivor journey? Well, actually, in very similar ways to it does in in the examples that I mentioned before. 
you know, when we go on to a onto a healing journey, it's an all in process. We have to be fully focused. We have to be doing the homework. We have to be journaling. We have to be interacting with a helping profession. We have to be reaching out for support when we need it. Um, you know, we have to really be in tune with ourselves and our mind and all the uh, memories and things that we're working through. And while that is extremely important, and obviously it's very vital to recovery, I mean, you need to be doing all those things if you're going to be all in on a healing journey to heal from your past abuse, from your past trauma, whatever types of things you experienced that you feel are important enough to try and work through to have a better life and to have the life that you want and to have a life that you deserve and to feel better. And one of the main things about a healing journey, aside from all of the homework and all of the, the workbooks and, and you know the thoughts and the sharing and the analyzing, is of course self-care. And while this podcast isn't actually about self-care, it is a bit of an underlying theme because it helps us avoid burnout. So let me give you some examples of how I've experienced a bit of burnout and how I'm trying to uh, combat those feelings of burnout and really take care of myself and my recovery journey. I'm generally a person who has a quite a uh, addictive personality, so to speak. You know, when I start something, a project, whatever it is, I go all in 100% full born and give it everything I've got. And that's important, as we said, in a healing journey. But it also leads to feelings of exhaustion, getting sick, you know, as in physically sick. Um, it leads to a lot of questioning of yourself when you are so in that you live, eat and breathe recovery. And then sometimes you analyze it so much because you're so into it that you end up, as I said, questioning yourself. And then that can lead to burnout because then, then you start wondering, well, why am I doing this? Well, what's the point? Well, why bother? Well, it's taken up a lot of time in my life and it's taking up a lot of resources and it's a strain on my support system. So is it really worth it? Do I really need to be doing all of this? And if you do that and you entertain those thoughts too much in the wrong type of way, you can really end up hindering your recovery journey. So it's important as you're going through your healing journey, whether you're working with a professional coach, therapist, psychiatrist, psychologist, whoever it is, to really listen to your body and listen to your mind and know when it's time to take a little bit of a break, when it's time to give yourself some downtime. I know my therapist that I worked with before was always very keen on me taking time to listen to what my mind and my body was telling me and not push myself so hard. So oftentimes it's human nature for us to want to power through when we're in the middle of a healing journey. You know, if we're working through something really tough, we want to try and keep going to try and figure it out. We want to keep pushing and pushing ourselves and we can end up on the brink of exhaustion and have ourselves a bit of a, a mental breakdown, a mental collapse. To where we just literally are so exhausted that we can't even think anymore. I can remember sitting in my therapist's office many times and just my brain was so unbelievably fried and overloaded with the emotions and the, an and the uh, analysis and the workbooks and the questions and seeing my therapist twice a week that I really sometimes there were sessions where I walked out of there and couldn't even tell you what we talked about because my brain was just trying to soak it all in and there was nothing left. It was like a sponge that was full of water and I was trying to soak more information in and trying and trying and trying and it wasn't working. And whenever my therapist would say, okay, let's take a break, let's stop, I would try and insist that no, let's go on, let's finish this one topic, let's finish this one workbook page, whatever it was, because I was so gung-ho and so all in with my recovery. And looking back, I wish I would have listened to her a bit more in that area 
um, because I'm knowing myself and I know why I didn't, but kind of hindsight's 2020 here thing when, you know, she could see the signs that I was on a bit overload. I was a bit overstressed, overtaxed, and I wasn't taking enough downtime for myself. And so I want to encourage you guys that no matter what you do in your survivor journey, make sure that you're taking it easy on yourself. I mean, it's so easy for us to just be so in to try and work through the latest new memory or figure out why this, why this flashback happened, why I'm having nightmares, why I can't grasp this one concept, why I'm always so uh, self-shaming, self-invalidating, why can't I take a compliment? All these things that we work on and countless others, which are all unique to us in our survivor journey, they're obviously very important parts of our life that we have to work through. But it's also equally important to just really understand and listen to yourself and know that, okay, if I've had this new memory, this new flashback, this new workbook question that's really caused me to pause and think about myself in a certain way, if I'm not ready to handle that and be able to give it my all and be fully in, as in being well-rested and a clear mind and knowing that I've given myself enough downtime and rest to recuperate from the last session or the last traumatic event, then it's okay to give myself a little bit of a break. Just write it down on, on a piece of paper or just, you know, dog ear the book that you're in or whatever it is that you need to do to set yourself a reminder so you can come back to it when you're ready. Any good understanding trauma-informed therapist will always back you up on that. Now, yes, it is their job to push us through the hard times and to encourage us to work through our memories and our past in general. But they also understand what it means when we get overloaded and they, and they understand how detrimental burnout can be to a survivor. Because I can tell you from firsthand experience, if burnout gets to be too intense, you can end up just quitting. You know, I mentioned it a little bit uh, previously and ultimately burnout led to me stopping the, the fan site that I was running because not only could I not enjoy the sport that I loved anymore, but it was so exhausting that every Sunday I, I was pretty much worthless and I was worthless to my family, to my, to my spouse, to everyone around me because I was just completely brained after spending so much time writing and watching and analyzing and tweeting and Facebooking and running chats and looking back, I wish I would have paced myself more, but you know, I can look back and use that as a learning experience now and say, Hey, I know what burnout is like and I know how to counteract that. And one of the biggest ways that we always preach about as survivors and that our uh, helping professionals always encourage us so much is self-care, downtime, taking time for ourselves to just veg out, to just be, to just do whatever, to do nothing, to take a nap, to go for a walk, go for a run, bike ride, journal, drive, whatever it is that you do that allows your mind to just relax and not think about anything. Um, one of the things I enjoy doing a lot in addition to walking is there are a few shows that I DVR every week and I'll take a couple of hours um, in an evening at some point and just do nothing but catch up on those shows and just enjoy the shows for what they are. I don't sit there and analyze them. I don't overthink them. I just enjoy them for the reasons that I like them, for the content, for the characters, because I enjoy the shows and it allows me and my mind to take a break. And that's so important. Uh, but of course, like I said, it could be anything for you guys, anything to just let your mind rest and, and just be. I wrote a blog post a while back uh, last year on the blog. It was um, about maybe it's OK to just be 
And I would encourage you guys to go over to the website, survivingmypast.net, and just do a search for Just Be, and you'll see it. That gives you some ideas on the concept of just being and really allowing ourselves to relax both mentally and physically. Um, You know, when we're on this survivor journey, it not only takes a toll on us emotionally because it's such hard work working through our past, but it can also make us run down as well. You know, we're more prone to catch a cold or catch the flu or, you know, just be totally exhausted. Um, You know, we're not as alert and um, fully present with our family and our friends, our our job, whatever the case may be. So, um, you know, I just really want to take this time in this podcast to really just encourage you guys. That believe me, I know firsthand how important survivor work is. I am all in with my recovery journey. I know I've come a long way. Many of you have come such a long way. Even if you're right in the beginning of your survivor journey, remember, just take time for yourself. Take time to just do nothing and understand that the risks of burnout are great. And it's good to be all in. It's good to be 100% fully focused on our recovery in every session through every workbook page, whatever the case is that you're doing, whatever you're working through. But it's also important to realize the risks involved with pushing ourselves too much. And in the end, it can be a detriment, as I said. It can be a detriment physically, emotionally. And so just take time to listen to yourself, listen to your body, listen to your mind. Know that what you're doing is important. It's good. It's hard work. You're doing it for you because you're worth it. But also let your mind and your body tell you when they need a break. Because your body will thank you for it, your mind will thank you for it, and your helping professional will thank you for it too, when we can be fully alert, fully present every time we need to be, and then enjoy the downtime for what it is. So with that, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you found it encouraging and validating. And uh, please share your thoughts in the comments. Send me a DM. Contact me anytime. Matt at survivingmypast.net. I would love to hear your thoughts about the show. And again, as I said, if you'd like to be a guest blogger, guest podcaster, share your story, hit me up anytime. I'd love to, uh, to, to talk with you and work with you. So I hope you guys have a great day. Hope you guys have a great week. And I will talk to you next time. Thanks again for listening to Surviving My Podcast, sponsored by survivingmypast.net, a blog about my life with dissociation, anxiety, and PTSD, and in support of all who have survived the trauma of abuse. This podcast or any resources sponsored by survivingmypast.net should not be considered as therapy or professional medical help. If you are in crisis, I encourage you to seek out the services of a mental health or physical health professional. I also encourage you to check out online crisis support from sites like rain.org, oneand6.org, and The Samaritans. If you would like to be a guest on a future podcast, just contact me anytime through email, matt at survivingmypast.net, or use the contact forms on the blog. Thank you again for your support and encouragement, and always know that you rock. Talk to you soon.